Welcome to Back on Your Bullshit. I am your host, Kate Morris. I'm a qualified nutritionist and personal trainer who fell in love with helping women build strong, healthy, and confident bodies. This podcast talks all things health, fitness, mindset, and business, helping you get back on your bullshit, take control, and build your dream life. Hello, everybody, and welcome back to another episode of the Back on Your Bullshit podcast. I am very, very, very excited for today's episode. I feel like I say that with every single podcast, but today is the real deal. We are making history. It is my first ever guest appearance or a guest speaker that I've invited onto my podcast today, which I'm so excited about. I feel like it's definitely been a long time in the making. I apologize if you can hear my dog. She's going crazy in the background, but definitely has been a long time in the making to get a guest onto this podcast. And today, me and my beautiful friend, Lauren, who you guys will meet in a hot minute, don't worry, are talking all things limiting belief and stepping out of that fixed mindset into that growth mindset. So like I say with every single podcast, thank you so much for tuning in today. Thank you for showing me love and support and whether you are out walking your dog, folding your laundry on your commute to work, wherever this podcast finds you in your day, I hope it finds you in a good place that you can listen, you can learn, and you can really ultimately step out of your own way. That's what we're here to talk about today. Stepping out of your own way, getting rid of those limiting beliefs and ultimately building your dream life. All right, like I said previously in my intro, we have Lauren here today. And to be honest, I'm super excited for today's episode. So I want to say a very warm welcome and a big thank you to Lauren for being my first ever guest on the Back on Your Bullshit podcast, which is so fucking exciting. So exciting. Thank you so much for having me. This is my first guest speaker situation on a podcast. So I'm very happy to be here. Thank you. And we have had a fucking day. Oh my God, we have. (laughs) Should we? we tell them I think we should I mean we've got to be we're back on our bullshit let's be real we're being real so (laughs) we had some let's call it major technical difficulties today we were trying to film this via zoom so Lauren was at her house I was at my house we're doing it all online all via webcam (laughs) it just did not go to plan it wasn't recording correctly the audio kept cutting out so now me and Lauren are sitting side by side skin to skin contact in the flesh in the flesh recording this for you now I'm looking at this mug right now in the flesh literally it's a scary sight I can tell you guys listening should we tell them what just happened (laughs) So not only did I have to haul my ass here to do this interview (laughs) with Kate in person, but I leant back on this like really flimsy chair and I actually broke the chair and she fell fell flat on her ass on the floor, which wasn't good for my, my self-esteem to be honest. And honestly, it's just been a fucking day. (laughs) Anyways, I'm really excited for this episode. I'm really excited for this topic. I feel like What we're going to cover today, you guys are going to take so much away from it. And it's also something that, you know, when I started any of my journeys, whether it was health, fitness, my mindset, my business journeys, this would have really, really come in handy. So I feel like with your expertise, Lauren, around mindset, life coaching coaching and counseling, this episode is going to be so helpful to those people who are struggling with limiting beliefs and putting the work into their mindset. 
Absolutely. I'm so excited. So before we dive deep into today's episode, I feel like it would be very, very rude to not introduce yourself because if you have stumbled across this podcast, you are probably wondering who Lauren is. So let's hear all about how you got here, what you do for a living and who is Lauren Cortazzo? Alrighty. So firstly, let me start by saying, so Kate and I have known each other for a very long time and we actually talk to each other in like this really weird voice. (laughs) So it's really interesting to try and be professional and, you know, together right now. But anyway, (laughs) so my name is Lauren. I'm so excited to be here. So I am a holistic counselor and I'm also an empowerment and mindfulness coach. So My business is called Vivid Growth and Wellness, and I created it back in 2019. Um, So yeah, 2019, I kind of got the idea and I thought I'd bite the bullet and create it and start it. And then I left my full-time nine to five job at the end of 2020 to pursue this baby full-time. So it has been a wild ride to say the least. I still remember the day that you came up to me. And I remember it so vividly. You were like, I fucking hate my job. Like I want to quit and I really want to start this business or like use it as a side hustle to begin with until it's, you know, built up and, you know, running smoothly and whatever. And I remember looking at you being like, just quit, like quit your job. I I was shitting bricks. And Lauren was like, I can't just quit my job. Who is this devil on my shoulder? And I was like, just do it. And I think like a (laughs) month later, you were like, yeah, I handed my resignation in. I'm doing my own thing, baby. I needed, yeah, I needed that push. And that's why it's so interesting that we're talking about limiting beliefs today because we have known each other since year eight. So we know each other fucking inside out and we have seen... We've been there for it all. We've seen the limiting beliefs. We've seen how certain mindsets have really kind of got to us with our, I guess business is one example, but there's so many other things, but, and this is exactly what I do with my clients. So I essentially help women who want to restore their relationship with themselves. So this includes their mindset, self-esteem and connection to their intuition as well. And I, I guess in a nutshell, help them clear the illusions and limiting beliefs that are holding them back so they can begin to really own and embody the changes that they desire and embody their truth as well. We're all about women here. Honestly, it's huge. Girl power. All right, so let's dive deep into the juiciness of today. Like I said, it's going to be educational. I really want this episode, like all of my episodes, to be sweet, short, straight to the point and easily digestible. So you guys aren't walking away thinking, what the hell was that? What just happened? So it's no advanced level shit. We're keeping it basic. We're keeping this episode nice and short, like I said. And yeah. All right. So let's start off with the very, very basics. What in your words, Lauren, is a limiting belief? What is a limiting belief? So I do absolutely love this topic. So If I was to think of a definition, I would say they're kind of assumptions about your reality, which come from like your perceptions of life experiences. So they're, they're kind of like parasites. I would say, this is how I explain it. So they're very lingering. They're very bothersome. They're very annoying. And they often kind of like linger in the mind and they tend to lay dormant until I guess a thought or or an event potentially can trigger a response. Yeah. So it then becomes a bit of a domino effect and it then kind of impedes on our ability to think rationally. So this is when the anxious thoughts start to come and the limiting beliefs. Um, We're just a a lot more in our own head than usual. So yeah, and from here it kind of impacts your perceptions and perspectives. And I want you guys to repeat this to yourself. 
limiting beliefs hold you back from your own happiness, your own success and your own abundance and from what you want in life. And I think that's really important to remember. Now, everyone gets limiting beliefs. I don't want you to think that this is some like crazy thing that you need to worry about, but it's about being, I guess, mindful and aware and actually being able to do the work to um to dig a little deeper. So I find once you've got the awareness, you can start to think about, okay, where are they, where do these come from? Why, um, why am I carrying these limiting beliefs? Did I maybe inherit them from family? Um, but yeah, when we tell ourselves the same limiting belief or statement over and over again, it becomes our reality. So yeah, yeah, our self-talk is so fucking important. And, you know, I, I often say the universe has only one answer and that is yes. So if we wake up and we're like, today is going to be a shit day. Nothing's going to work for me. I'm going to get stuck in traffic. Like that is literally what's going to happen. (laughs) Absolutely. And I think it's really important what you just mentioned as a little side note is positive self-talk. So this is something Mm. that I really, really employ my clients to use in their day to day. Like instead, and positive self-talk to me is literally looking at myself in the mirror when I'm not feeling my best and being like, you're a bad bitch. You are hot as fuck. You can do anything. You can win at anything that any challenge that comes your way, you will be fine. You will overcome it. And positive self-talk goes a long way. Like, and I've started employing this thing in my life. Like I'm not going to say the things to myself that I wouldn't say to a friend. Oh, absolutely. So like, I would never turn around to a friend and be like, you're a dumb idiot and you know nothing in this field. (laughs) I would Why never, would you say that to yourself? But I right? say it to and myself. We do. And we do. And that's that's a exactly limiting right. belief. <laughs> Absolutely. And this is why the awareness is the biggest thing. Once we kind of shine a light on it, we're able to kind of, yeah, like I said, dig a little bit deeper and think, where has this come from? Because often on our healing and growth journey, we start to question these things, which yeah. is so important. Like, okay, um, you know, one of my limiting beliefs was, you know, to be an adult, I've got to get a nine to five job Same. and make money. And, you know, that's what it means to be an adult. Right. And, you know, I got to a point where I started to challenge that. And that was really the start of this kind of business journey of mine, but I'm sure we'll and get look to that. At you now, baby. Look at me now, baby. <laughs> How good. So another question I have and to keep it on like the same kind of ball rolling with our definitions. I want to use definitions. I say that in quotations, mm. guys, um, is mindset. So I hear a lot of people throwing around the word mindset. I hear a lot of people being like, I really want to work on my mindset, but not a lot of people understand that mindset is a thing that you need to put the work into. Absolutely. So in your definition again, Lauren, what do you think that a mindset is? So... I would say your mindset, I guess, is a collection of beliefs and thoughts that really shape your thought habits. So your thought habits really impact everything, how you think, what you feel, what you do, and it impacts really our our entire life experience. So if we have a negative or fixed mindset, which I'll get into, this can really manifest into so many other issues. So I guess the easiest way to think about it is thoughts and your mindset equals actions and behaviors, which equals your reality, which is so important. And I mentioned fixed mindset. So I want to talk to you a little bit about the fixed mindset versus growth mindset, because this is the work that I do with my clients. So essentially a fixed mindset is what I would say is very, very limiting. So it's things such as like avoiding challenges, staying in your comfort zone, giving up really easily or being really threatened by other people's success as well, which is something we've spoken about, like that kind of like sisterhood wound or that thing of like when we're not happy with where we're at, it's so easy to 
you know, cast judgments on yeah. others, but it's, and, and I say this to all my clients, like your triggers are a mirror. They are your best yes, teachers. I love that. So, you know, often, yeah, if we're triggered by someone else's success, what is that mirroring back to us? Right. And a fixed mindset is also things like ignoring feedback, um, a desire to like look smart and do things purely to impress others, but not thinking about what actually lights us up. Yes. Um, and just thinking like effort is a bit of a waste of time. So that's a very fixed mindset. So that's a real black and white kind of like, let's just stay in our comfort you're zone. You're either good and, at something or you're shit at something kind yeah, of Yeah, yeah. And I find like, yeah, fixed mindset versus growth mindset. It's really good to actually kind of think about where you're at. So if you're kind of at the start of this journey and you're wanting to focus mm-hmm. on your mindset, actually thinking about, yeah, am, am I actually maybe sitting more in the fixed mindset or am I wanting to move more towards a growth mindset? So the growth mindset I call freedom. So that's things like having the desire to learn, embracing challenges and yeah. change and getting excited about that stuff. And I know we always talk about like, the journey being the best part, you know, yes. it's so easy to fixate on the outcome. And this is what I see with a lot of my clients, Same. the anxious thoughts of what if, what if, or feeling like there's so much of a gap between where they are now versus where they want yeah. to be. Right. And this is what puts them off a lot yeah. of the time. So yeah, that growth mindset is, you know, being inspired by other people's success and using that as a way to drive your own passions and fuel that action within yourself. Yeah. And that persistence, that resilience and viewing effort as necessary when it comes to actually growing and building new skills and moving forward. And just, I guess, generally being open to new ideas and change and yeah, making it fucking happen. So that's, yeah, in a nutshell, that's that's the growth mindset. mindset. Absolutely. Absolutely. It's very interesting, like listening to the way that you talk about both the fixed and growth mindset and comparing them next to each other, Mm. because a little uh, side note, I really didn't want to talk much in this podcast. I'm not going to lie. I was like, this is Lauren's podcast. She may as well take over. We're but sitting next to each other. I knew I, that would happen. <laughs> uh, yeah. As soon as you're in the room, I just want to, I never I shut up. Jazzy. So I just wanted to say, like, I remember before I started my business, I was very much a person that was in that fixed mindset. Mm. Coming out of high school, you're told, you know, if you don't get A's in everything and you don't get into your dream uni course, like you're a failure. You're never going to amount to anything. You need to get that nine to five. And I really believe that. I'm not going to lie. Like I came out of high school and I thought, shit, like if I don't get the ATAR that I need, like I am the fucking ATARs, they mean nothing now. So if you're in year 12 doing your exams, (laughs) try very hard. I'm not saying don't try hard. Don't tell your mum I said don't try hard. Try hard, but it's not the be all or end all. Yeah, and they do say that I think on average you change your career in your lifetime like seven times, seven times or something like that. And that was a huge mindset that I had. Um, or sorry, a limiting belief was the certain order that I had to do things right. So you know, you you finish year twelve, you graduate, you then go to uni, and you have to make decisions about like you seek out a job and you have to work nine to five. Yeah, absolutely. I know for me personally. Look, my mum does not know how to use Spotify, so let's Wendy. hope that she never listens to this podcast. <laughs> Bless Wendy. We love her. But she was one of the biggest blocks for me. Sorry if you're listening to it, mum. You probably don't know this. Um, she was one of the biggest blocks for me and one of m- the reasons I had limiting beliefs about starting my own business because, you know, I grew up that you go to high school, you try really hard, you become an academic, you go to uni, you get into a really good course and mm, a really good uni. Order. And then you go and you work a nine to five and you have a salary and you've got solid income and, you know, you have a kid and you buy a house and all that stuff. 
But for me, I never loved the nine to five and getting through that block and starting my own business was a huge, a huge Mm. thing for me, especially around that limiting belief that unfortunately my mum imposed on me my whole life. Mm. And they do like, man, starting a business is literally like people say it's like the spiritual awakening is starting a business. And I know for me, one of the biggest blocks that I had to work through and I realized that I inherited this from certain family members but was my money mindset and obviously this is a completely different topic in itself but I was just kind of conditioned to really worry about money all the time money equals stress it's hard to come by there's never enough of it that scarcity mindset so that's something that I've really had to try and unlearn and realize that I don't want that to be my belief that's not my reality right a hundred percent i totally agree so this is literally like 21 questions apparently (laughs) i have another question for you lauren which is something that i get a lot uh, i get asked quite a lot as well like whenever i post a question and answer on instagram somebody always asks me how do i like work towards improving my mindset or my mindset at the moment is really shitty what are some things i can do to get a better mindset or a more healthy mindset so Mm. What do you think or what are things that you use with your clients that can kind of push someone into developing a growth mindset? Yeah, that's a great question. And firstly, those people that are like reaching out and asking you that, that's amazing awareness for them to have that they're wanting to actually work on their mindset. So I guess I've got quite a few little tips and tricks. So developing a growth mindset, it's things and it can be as simple as just like celebrating your small wins. So that's a big one. And we talk about this often. So we are like, we have that high achievers mentality and we're very similar like that. We are chronic high achievers. Yeah. We are like constantly beating our own asses to like do more and to create more, which is fucking great when, you know, we get shit done, but it is detrimental when we're kind of never feeling like it's enough. Yeah. We're never fully satisfied. Yeah. So celebrating myself is something that I'm definitely trying to do. And that includes celebrating the small wins because um, it's so fucking important doesn't matter what goal you're working towards so and looking back and reflecting I think you mentioned before but like reflecting on the journey of how far you've come like having an end goal is great and it's really motivating and it keeps you going Mm. but also celebrating the small wins and the journey because it's all about the journey it's not about the end goal yeah in the end it's about how much you've grown in that 6 12 Mm. 18 five years or whatever it is and I say to my clients as well like if I was so you know I'll say okay what is it that you're really wanting to work towards what are you wanting say an example is you know I want 20k in my bank account for instance which would be amazing if I clicked my fingers right now and you already had it like how fucking boring maybe that's a bad example because we love Moolah yeah but like something where it's kind of like isn't the best part the fact that you met people along the way you um, I've got a really good analogy for this so my clients that come to me with weight loss right yeah okay I want to lose 10 kilos okay cool no worries we can get you there that's fine but how good is it when you don't have to have a quick fix because everyone wants a quick fix, right? Like everyone wants like the easiest way. What can I do? Can I do keto to lose seven kilos in a month? Can I do this? Can I do that? And I'm all about sustainability, sustainable approach to weight loss. So you can maintain your results for a long period of time and the rest of your life. And you gain education and empowerment. So I always say, I was like, it's not about the actual end goal. It's about the journey. Like how Mm. good is it looking back in six months time and being like, I lost 15 yeah. kilos. Fuck yeah. That I remember the pain. I remember me. everything. I remember yeah. the fucking blood, sweat and tears. Yeah. The highs, I remember the lows. 
how much stronger I've gotten. Mm. I can look back and be like, I can deadlift a hundred kilos now when I used to only be able to lift the bar or yeah. like whatever it is. You don't want to skip over that stuff. Yeah. And if, if someone, you know, a genie in a bottle was able to give you that, like how fucking boring because we're like already there now. What? And it means we actually, it takes away from the joy of yeah. actually the work that it takes to experience mm-hmm. it. So celebrating the small wins. And like you said, that self-reflection and looking back, you know, we only look back to see how far we've come. Right. So yeah, some other things are trying different tactics and doing something a little bit different, stepping out of your comfort zone, um, yes. viewing challenges as opportunities, as opposed to something big and scary Um, replacing the word failing with the word learning. And this is a big one. And, you know, the work that I do with my clients is all around reprogramming. Mm. So if we continue to tell ourselves something for for so long, that's our reality, but we can actually change that shit up. We can reprogram it. Absolutely. So, you know, like I love saying reprogramming and I'm like, I sound like a fucking like computer program. Yeah, I am reprogramming yeah. <laughs> your brain. Um, <laughs> another thing I would say as well is quit seeking approval from others. Like I know oh, yeah. Kate and I have spoken about this a lot is that fear of judgment. That was something I was absolutely fucking crippled yeah. by. And I know Same. social media really doesn't help. I still have my days where I'm like, yeah. even with this podcast, this was like the biggest thing. So this was oh, one of yeah. my like, limiting beliefs and like very much like a fixed mindset kind of approach that I had to this. I put this podcast off for God knows <laughs> we talking long. about it for ages, ages. Like anyone that yeah. was close to me in my personal life would have known that I wanted to do a podcast, but the crippling anxiety and fear I had of people judging me mm. in not being successful. And I say successful in quotations as well. Um, people thinking that I don't know enough or I'm stupid and that imposter syndrome as oh, well, yeah. which is a whole nother story for a whole nother <laughs> we'll day. But, part two. <laughs> part two, yeah. But it's yeah. it's so it's so real and it's so raw. Yeah. And the yeah, the fear of judgment's a huge one. I know for me I just had like this fishbowl mentality where mm. I was thinking like, especially when I left my job and started this new venture, I was like feeling like I was a fish and everyone was looking in, waiting for me to fail, wondering if I'm yeah. going to make money or this or that. So that mentality is really us wanting approval f- for people to say, oh, wow, you know, you've actually done well. Like, no, give this to yourself, right? Yeah. Like remind yourself that it's a fucking journey. It's not a race as cliche as it is. Right. And I think with mindset as well and like working towards developing that growth mindset, a lot of people throw the word mindset around, like I said previously, where not many people understand that the work starts with you. Mm. Doesn't matter what your mum thinks. It doesn't matter what Wendy Morris thinks. It doesn't matter love what... You, Wendy. Love you, Wendy. But <laughs> it doesn't matter what all of these external things are doing. You are the only person that can put in the oh, work. So what I mean by that is like you can listen to a million mindset podcasts, but if you're not getting every, up every day and practicing meditation to calm your central nervous system... Putting if, the action in. If you're yeah. in a state of high anxiety, you're never going to feel less anxious or you you're never going to mm. feel more productive if you don't set your alarm an hour early so you can go for a run mm. or whatever it is. So mm-hmm. I think people that talk about mindset don't really understand that it is still hard work. Oh yeah. Yeah. There, there is. And you know, I hate using the word work because I associate that with like work. tough times <laughs> and stuff, you know, who fucking likes work? Well, I love my work now, but anyway, no, and it's absolutely true. And, and what I was going to say, adding on to that is 
create new goals for each goal you you've accomplished. So yeah. even if it's something small, okay, I said that I was gonna. Um, you know, get up and move my body and go for a walk three times this week. And I've fucking done it. Cool. Okay. Let's move on to the next thing. small wins. Absolutely. And taking ownership of your attitude because man, like, like I said to you, your, the way you talk to yourself is everything. You can talk yourself in or out of things. And I have always just been such a firm believer of the power of the mind. That's obviously why I do the work I do. Mm-hmm. Mind over matter, man, you could fucking convince yourself that the sky is purple if you wanted to, you know? Yeah. So take ownership of your attitude, have an attitude of gratitude, talk to yourself kindly. And like Kate said before, think about, reflect on what you're saying to yourself and what your inner dialogue is. Would you talk to your best friend like that? Would you talk to a loved one? Would you talk to a partner? It'd be probably abusive, some of the things that you'd be telling yourself, right? So yeah, there's some things to kind of move a little bit more towards a growth mindset that I would say. All right, we've got another question in the 21 questions. You're in the hot seat today. How do you feel? I'm just hoping I don't fucking break the seat again. (laughs) (laughs) It really is a hot seat, isn't it? That was so grim. So we've gone through developing a growth mindset, but I kind of want to know what are some common blocks that you see that come up within your clients that you help shift? Yeah. So this is a great question. So obviously depending on like where people are at and their life experiences, like it's going to be different for everyone, but the common ones that I see are things such as, and we've kind of already spoken about it, the fear of failure, the fear of judgment, Fear of success is a big one as well. That worthiness behind it, the not feeling worthy of actually achieving what we want to achieve, right? Um, then things such as like fear of rejection, fear of change, yeah. and just that real chronic self-doubt and that self-criticism. And I guess that comes back to that self-talk as well. It's all really linked Um, even things like, yeah, self-sabotage, people pleasing, people pleasing, Amand, if you're listening to this, take note, (laughs) um, yeah, body image issues is another one, um, which I know you would see a lot in your industry. Um, comparisons is a big one as well. And I think ties into body image issues social media so, let's do another we'll that's we'll a come whole back other episode for maybe part 57 <laughs> after we're done right um but yeah i guess it's just like people being really crippled by the what ifs and the main thing that i notice is there's just a little bit too much forward thinking that we're so ang- like you know they're sitting in a state of anxiety because instead of being present in the moment and focusing on your one next step you're focusing on the whole staircase you're focusing on the next yeah. 15 steps which you know, start yeah. small. That's yeah, what I absolutely. always say to my girls. Like if you're one starting step at a time, something, girl. one step at a time, set small achievable goals. Stop forward thinking too much. Like you mm. said, it can become crippling because you get caught in your own head so much. Yeah. And that's what I absolutely love to talk to my clients about. And, you know, I'm an empowerment and mindfulness coach because I love teaching them about the power of the present moment. So we, anxiety tells us that we need to control a future outcome that's yet to unfold, right? We actually possess the most power and the most control, I guess, if you want to say that in the present moment, like that is literally all we, we have control of the next step we take. So yeah, so they're the common blocks that I, that I see. So we're kind of jumping back a little bit to limiting beliefs now, 
But I just wanted to know what is some advice that you would give your clients or even some listeners that are listening right now, how to, or that are struggling with limiting beliefs. Mm, Yep, absolutely. I fucking love this topic. It is so juicy and it is such an important topic. And like I said before, if you guys... I'm taking mental notes as well, (laughs) because I'm like, I need help in this area too sometimes. It's got a little notepad out (laughs) as well. Um, So look, the first thing I would say, if you are... Um, aware that the limiting beliefs are coming up, the first thing I would say is start to challenge these limiting beliefs, right? So what if I'm wrong? What if this isn't true? Start to challenge it, right? And ask yourself, this is a really important one. How is this belief serving me right now? And when you take a step back, it's like a little kind of reset moment where you're like, I am stressing the fuck out right now over something that's yet to unfold. Yeah. How is this serving me right now? And a lot of the time, it ain't, right? Yeah. Um, Another thing that I say, and you can have fun with this one, is labeling it as a limiting belief. And often (laughs) I teach about like intuition and the ego. So I often say, name your inner mean girl. Name your inner critic. A lot of people call her Regina George. Do you have a a name for your inner (laughs) critic or like your inner mean girl? I haven't found one yet. I was calling her Karen for a little bit, but I need... Classic Karen. I'm not convinced. I need something fucking bitchy Bitchy. just really because she's a bitch yeah my inner mean girl so my name is kate obviously like kate on my birth certificate it's not Catherine. it's not caitlin it's kate it's just kate so my like inner mean girl is katie because katie just seems sorry if there's any katie's out there listening (laughs) i apologize but you guys just seem like bitches no not you but the the (laughs) name katie to me is just like the bitchy version of Kate. That yeah, little that's mean your girl. little alter ego kind yeah. of. Not even alter ego. That's, yeah. And this is the thing, right? This is what I say. Label it as a limiting belief. As it comes up, this is not my true self. This is not my higher self. This is yeah. not my truth. This is my limiting belief talking. This is Regina George talking. So, for example, if I had a limiting belief of, I do not feel like I could start a business because I'm not smart enough. Mm-hmm. I would then challenge that and label it as like, that's my inner critic. That's my fear that's talking. Kate. That's Kate. Yep. Absolutely. Uh, sorry. That's Katie, not Kate. <laughs> that's Katie talking yeah, okay. and she is being such a bitch right now. And the other thing I was going to say, and this follows on to that is the next thing to do is create the alternative. So flip the script and actually yes. affirm the contrary. So if that limiting belief is, I'm not going to be able to do it. No one's um, going to listen to my podcast. Let's use that as an example. Taking a step back, acknowledging that it's a limiting belief, that's not your truth, and saying to yourself, what if it's actually super successful? I have the ability to reach people and talk about important things. And the people who are meant to hear this are going to hear this and it's going to help them. And that makes me really happy. Like Flip the, the script. Um, like the what is meant for you will not miss you. Kind Absolutely. Of yeah. And that's one of my favorite quotes. So yeah, like I said, ask yourself, what if I'm wrong? What if this isn't true? Challenge it. Ask if this belief is right for you. Label it as a limiting belief. Separate it from yourself because a lot of people get it twisted and they think they are their limiting beliefs. They think they're this um, weak not intuitive person who isn't in in touch with what they want. Like, no, we, we can actually retrain this. Right. Mm. Um, the other thing I would say as well is to also own, own it a little bit, own what comes up. Once you accept the things about yourself that you haven't wanted to accept, you're actually closer to doing something about it. So this is exactly the awareness I spoke about. So even how that person messaged you saying, 
what can I do to move towards more of a growth mindset? Yeah. That's someone that's already got the awareness that they want to make something, make some changes, yeah. which is fucking awesome, right? Which is the first step, right? Absolutely. And the last thing I would say is practice, back to the self-talk, because this is what I spoke about before. Our inner dialogue is so important. Practice healing self-talk. So I'm going to give you an example. So say, for instance, the limiting belief was, I should have done better. And you're beating yourself up for that Mm -hmm. and this is a very high achiever perfectionist kind of thing I could have done better (laughs) yeah so instead of that flip the script and say I did the best I could with the level of awareness I had at the time and I'm fucking proud of myself I love that yeah yeah it's just flipping that like you said internal dialogue the way that you talk to yourself yeah Um, and doing this enough it's going to become the norm just like how it's become the norm to get sucked into the limiting beliefs it can also become the norm that you actually silence it yeah and I think as well like you said it's the work it's Mm. the effort and the work that you've got to put into absolutely really acknowledging some of these things and some of these things are not pretty to acknowledge don't get me wrong it can be ugly at times healing is not linear that's for sure yeah and limiting beliefs can literally hold you back from everything building your dream life ultimately like literally everything absolutely um all right we're gonna kind of wrap up the podcast here i think because i feel like we've literally nearly spoken for 20 minutes already actually probably even longer i don't even know the time thing on Kate this it was like let's not go over 15 minutes i'm like that's not gonna happen. once we're together we never <laughs> shut up but before we do i've got <laughs> i said let's wrap this podcast up and then i'm like jokes i've got two more questions <laughs> i've got two more things i want to ask Firstly, I want to know what, like, we know who you are, Lauren. Great. We know what you do. We know the clients that you work with, but I want to know your offerings. What do you offer? How, if somebody is listening, how would they get in touch to work with you or um, do a group class or whatever it is that you offer? I want to know what you offer. Oh, okay. I wasn't expecting this. So... Um, so obviously I do coaching. So the main service that I'm offering at the moment is the one-on-one empowerment and mindfulness coaching. So this is a 12 week journey and this is for people. I'm, I'm looking for soulful ladies who are fucking ready to invest in yes. themselves, ready to dig deep, ready to go all in. And that's the thing. I'm not here to convince you if you're on the fence, like that's a matter for you. I am here when you're like, let's do this. I'm yeah. actually ready. So that's the one-on-one coaching that I do. I also actually just finished um, my last session the other day of my group coaching program. So that is a seven-week program and it is so much fun. So it is um, all about the chakra energy points and how to balance them and um, some awareness around that and some spiritual education, which is so much fun. And the other thing that I do, and it's actually what I started doing, and it's literally my bread and butter, and it is my card readings, and that is just my true love. I am a sucker. I'm thirsty for a card reading yeah, all you the time. I'm not going to pump your tires up and give you too much of a big <laughs> no, head. Please, please. Spent the last 15 years doing that one. Dark. Yeah. <laughs> but what I did want to say is Lauren's card readings are insane. I am that person. Whenever I'm going through something wild in my life, I will text Lauren and be like, you need to pull a card for me give right me some this guidance. second because I'm about to have a mental breakdown. I'm about to make a real rational decision (laughs) and Lauren will bring me back into reality. So I definitely think that if you guys are interested in any of Lauren's services that you should reach out. Um, I would love to work with you guys, but like I said, if you were ready, like if you are already a soulful being and you're wanting to just be more soul led, more soul aligned and just feel 
more balanced, more confident, more and connected to yourself. Let's as well, do this. work through your limiting beliefs, grow your mindset, yeah. get out of that fixed spot that we were talking about into that growth and abundance kind Absolutely. of kind of area. Definitely Putting yourself first. Hit the girl up. Yes. Um, okay. So my last question, and then I promise we're wrapping it up, <laughs> um, is if you could tell your younger self three things, what would they be? Mm, I love that. I was actually thinking about this the other day. So look, the first one would probably be to always trust your gut, trust your intuition. I am such an intuitive person and I always have been, but you know, I spent a lot of time going against it and resisting it and trying to rationalize my feelings. And, you know, the thing with our intuition is we're often not brought up um, in a way that encourages us to tune in and listen to these feelings. Mm. We're usually brought up in a way that it's like, do what we say and this is how you yeah. do it or, you know, all that sort of stuff. So yeah, I, I feel like this is something that I, once I started to harness it and really trust what was coming through for me, like just trusting that fire in your belly, trusting the vibes like that has got me so far and it is just literally my superpower. So mm. that would be the first one. The second one I reckon would be, getting comfortable marching to the beat of your own drum. So I find it just extremely empowering doing things differently, breaking cycles and getting comfortable working that nine to five. No, no. Like that just so wasn't for me. And you know, it's for some people like, don't get me wrong. Like my partner's in that nine to five life, baby. But Mm. um, yeah, I just think worrying more about what feels right for me and what lights me the fuck up and what's going to move me towards where I want to be yeah. and worrying less about what other people think or how I should be living my life. Yeah. Um, so yeah, getting comfortable with marching to the beat of my own drum. And this is something I'm still trying to get comfortable with. Like I, I love just letting my creative juices flow and I love that I can create and I can, you know, live this life but you know it's hard especially when you're brought up to to worry about what other people think so yeah getting comfortable with marching to the beat of my own drum for sure and the last one number three I would say that whole thing of like better whoops than a what if right so I was thinking the other day like when I'm 80 you know connecting with 80 or 90 year old Lauren what do I want her to say and reflect on when she talks about her life. Like I would much rather be talking about the crazy ballsy risks that I took that led me somewhere as opposed to, you know, the coulda, shoulda, didn't, you know, because that's something that I just, you know, a lot of people say, and it sounds cliche and like, we're not even that old, but like people always like, you know, you blink and you know, your twenties are gone. Yeah. All that sort of stuff. And it's like, man, I don't want to yeah look back and have regrets. So better a whoops than a what if. That's Absolutely. a really good one. I like that. I, I love really that. Do. What about you? What would you tell little Kate Morris? You're turning these questions on me. <laughs> I'm meant to be the interviewer. Let's get back on your bullshit, baby. <laughs> um, I think my oh my three things that I tell my younger self would definitely be get comfortable being uncomfortable. Mm, I, I spent that. a lot of my years and my younger years of not wanting to try new things because I was afraid that it made me a little bit uncomfortable mm. and everything in my life, hands down that I've done where I've been uncomfortable. I have grown from, I have yeah. learned, I have learned a lesson. I've best. expanded. I've, leveled up my knowledge, whatever it is. Mm. So definitely get comfortable being uncomfortable. And like I said in the podcast prior to this, uh, sorry, earlier in this podcast, and I've said in another podcast is 
wherever there is a passion, there is a purpose. So Mm. I spent a lot of my years when I was younger, just like trying to work that nine to five life. But I was Mm. so passionate about women's health and helping women get strong and learn how to eat and sustain your results and all Mm. of that. But I just pushed it to the side. So knowing that if you're passionate about something, you can be successful in that field. Yes, it takes hard work and dedication, Mm. but it's definitely a thing. And trusting the signs as well. Like sometimes the universe has a way of just continuously chucking roadblocks to try and you're push not, you in yeah. a different direction. It's like, hello, this is clearly not working for you. And you're why like, don't you try this? Yeah, and you're like, dude, could you stop? I'm dude, trying to like, just like <laughs> let Wendy Morris love me. Like, yeah. leave me alone. And the universe is like, bitch, you need to just fucking trust me. Yeah. yeah. Well, it might um, be nicer than that. But. Number three, what is meant for you will not miss you. Mm. So if there is something in your life right now, whether that is a boy who's being a dickhead, whether it is... <laughs> Get rid of him. A job that your boss is being an asshole. Those things are the universe's way of telling you it is not meant for you. You are meant for bigger things. And that is something that you need to honor. And I wish that I paid attention to when I was Mm. younger, even the last, not even younger, like even the last two years, um, whatever is meant for you, it will not miss you. It'll shut one door and another door to something better and bigger will be open for you yeah honor honor those feelings like they're coming up for a reason you know absolutely so i love that, that. wraps up the podcast Woo-hoo, that was fun this was a a big day we are very tired we both want to go and eat dinner <laughs> we don't want to break any more chairs no, and yeah thank you so much lauren for being on thank you for being my first ever guest Ah, oh, it was an absolute pleasure thank you so much for having me this has been amazing I love talking about this topic it's so good and I really really hope that everyone who is listening today one thank you for tuning in I didn't get to say that at the start but thank you for tuning in and also I'm gonna do the selfless plug that I do every single time at the end of my episode (laughs) if you did enjoy today's episode don't forget to like subscribe follow along screenshot share it to your instagram tag both me and lauren you can find lauren's instagram at vivid vivid.growth.wellness you got it right this time i got it right there's a little um inside (laughs) joke that we have that we'll quickly share so lauren changed her business name and like for two years i've had it ingrained in my brain that it's her (laughs) old business name so today i got an instagram i shouted her out and she messaged me and she goes, oh my God, I love you. I'm so excited. But you got my business name like, wrong again. Get it fucking right. <laughs> yeah. So like, well, I think we're sitting at a cafe and I just decided that it just wasn't doing it for me. I was like, there's something not right about my business name. How am I and meant I to remember it. everything? It used to be Vivid Healing Healing growth. growth. And that's what I still call it. I'm like yeah. Vivid Healing Growth. But it is now Vivid Dot growth dot wellness on Instagram. Yeah. If you send me a message on vivid dot heal dot growth, you won't get a response because it no longer exists. <laughs> but thank you all for joining in today and I will see you in my next episode.